0: This is the Patriots Training Camp cast. Oh, yeah! The Patriots Training Camp cast is your source for all the news from Patriots Training Camp. Well, I do still watch the news. Practice is over, but the writers of Patriots.com have you covered. What did I miss yesterday? Now, here to review today's practice, the writers of Patriots.com.
1: All right, we're coming at you live from Las Vegas. This is Mike Duso Evan Lazar from Patriots.com. We are fresh off the field here, uh, in Las Vegas at the Raiders new practice facility, Evan. And, uh, let's start first things first. Uh, Bill Belichick singing some high praise of this uh, new facility the Raiders have here in, in in Las Vegas. I guess technically Henderson, Las Vegas.
0: Gushing about the new facility, saying it was the best he's seen NFL or college in his career in football, which is quite the high praise. I mean, it was impressive. You drive up to it; it looks like it's like the Death Star or something like that. It's all Raider black, and uh, maybe a better comparison would be like an airport hangar, right? right.
1: And it just Star Wars themed airport hangar.
0: Yeah, perhaps. yeah. Field and a half inside, three almost full field football fields outside, when you're out here in the desert, Mike, you got a lot of space. You got a lot of land, and you can do a lot of things with it. But it was very impressive.
1: Yeah, the Patriots made uh, use of it today, just with a solo practice. And uh, let's, you know, start at the top. I know Dal- Dalton Keene was uh, released yesterday. The Patriots are getting down uh, to the nitty gritty of cuts, but we did have some returns today: Isaiah Wynn, Justin Haran, as well as Hunter Henry. However, uh, as many might expect, Tyquan Thornton, uh, Christian Wilkerson remain injured, kind of thinning out the depth a little bit. At- wide receiver but Isaiah Wynn in a red jersey they weren't in pads though so it wasn't a a high physical highly physical practice Um, but Isaiah Wynn was back and Justin Haran so a nice boost there uh, for the depth as far as offensive line goes Hunter Henry being back as well gives a nice boost to the tight end group but you know let's let's talk for a second about Taequann Thornton that's just an unfortunate report Mike Giardi saying uh, broke his collarbone he's gonna be out about eight weeks and you know just at the top that's that's it's just a buzzkill there's no other way to put it our young rookie receiver that that really started to flash and was you know every time he came on the field seemed like he was getting better uh tough for him he's probably out until sometime october november now
0: yeah now it sounds like maybe that ir boomerang might be an option for him where he makes the 53 man roster initially and then gets put on ir after cut down day so that he can come back when he is ready he only has to miss four games technically now based off reports, 8- to 12-week injury, depending on how guys heal and all that sort of thing. But I think the one thing not to place blame, obviously, on Taequann because, you know, he's just playing football. But I think maybe that would be a little bit of a lesson learned that sometimes you can just go down. It looked like he tried to gain some extra yards and four or five guys piled on top of him at that point. And especially with his frame and, and with the size limitations that he does have, again, I'm not trying to say it's his fault that he got hurt, but I think that those are moments where you sort of learn where your limitations are on an NFL field, unfortunately the hard way. But like you said, such a buzzkill, such a bummer, because this is a player that we've all been clamoring for, for the Patriots. It's not just like, that they had a, a rookie receiver that was actually doing something in practice and looked good and looked the part and all those types of things. It's also the speed and the ability to create separation down the field consistently at the top of the route with his 428. all of those things coming together. This was a true separator. And I don't know if the Patriots have had a true speed separation type of guy in the way that Taekwon can impact a game in a while. You draft a guy like Nikhil Harry, you hope for the contested catches. right? You, you trade for a guy like Devonte Parker, you hope for the contested catches. This was a guy that was creating mountains of separation at times with his speed and with his route running ability and i don't know if they have a guy like that the good news is is that it's not season ending it's not a long-term thing it's not a, a lower body where it might linger for him or something like that so bones hopefully heel, right? bones yep. heal and he gets back yeah
1: yeah so there was a practice today we didn't quite know what to expect patriots are you know scheduled to have two sets of joint practices coming up with the raiders over the next couple of days they had the game friday night we were traveling on sunday so Weren't quite sure what to expect, but it was actually, you know, a a pretty standard practice from what we've seen. Uh, Like I said, they were in shells, but um, some competitive periods, a lot of 11 on 11 um, seemed like they were kind of getting the rust knocked off. It wasn't overly physical, but it was probably more physical than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, this was not a walkthrough. This was a shorts and shells practice, and they were going out there doing some situational stuff. At the end of practice, we saw two-minute put is actually one minute they put 59 seconds up on the clock real time you know running a two minute or one minute drill in this case and actually going through the steps of what that might look like and I thought that there were some good throws there in from Mac Jones I think when you get into shorts and shells obviously the big thing is really the back seven it's like a passing drill most of the time you're not really evaluating too much about the offensive line and defensive lines in the pass rush so you're more talking about a glorified seven on seven at that point, and there was one throw down the right sideline to Nelson Aguilar. That the defensive coaches, I think, it, I don't want to name names, but one of the defensive coaches claim that Nelson Aguilar was out of bounds I'm not sure if he was out of bounds but it probably would have been what probably a 30 yard touchdown or so uh, down the right sideline a similar throw to the one we saw in the preseason game on Friday night it did look like Jabril Peppers might have been able to get a piece of Nelson Aguilar if it wasn't a live hitting situation but at the same time it it was a nice throw and catch and you saw still some ups and downs for the offense where it's one, two good plays and then maybe a couple of bad ones thrown in there. But I thought overall today, it seemed like they had a little bit more tempo and a little bit more pace. than, like you said, like we expected and maybe I you know what they expected. I, I don't know if the players thought they were going to get themselves into like a real shorts and shells practice today.
1: I know. And then they were, they, then they were right in the weight room as we were leaving. i was like, yeah. God bless them. They're working in the heat. It wasn't, yeah. you know, everyone was telling us it wasn't that bad. It was only about 97 degrees yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 105 or so tomorrow, but um, you know, just a couple guys to highlight. I thought, you know, Jacoby Myers showing up with, with a few catches today. You mentioned that end of, game kind of scenario where he had caught a couple dig routes it seemed like Um, you know continue to work on that slant to Parker that they tried to hit the other night Yeah, Um, that play popped up a few times as well Uh, and you know overall I think you're right though you know it's just a lot of 11 on 11 some red zone work some situational work uh, Nick folk finishing things off with some field goals. And we kind of had a situational block perhaps where it seemed like Cody, I was like, did he really block that? And it seemed <laughs> like he was that they were setting it up, but um, it, it seemed like a really active day. And I, I should mention, I should have said this at the top though, Ronnie Perkins, Harvey Longy, two guys, new faces that weren't yeah. um, there. So a little bit of something to watch, uh, they do have to make some cuts tomorrow. I don't I don't think those guys are in the firing line. But uh, No, you, know, you do wonder,
0: but, not to speculate too much, but you, you do wonder about a potential IR and injury stint for one of those guys this year. It doesn't really seem like Ronnie Perkins has taken that year to leave. Not that I really had highlighted him as somebody that I thought was going to come in and be a full-time contributor or anything like that this season. But Anferty Jennings, Josh Uche, they've really taken that role by storm, especially Jennings. And I, I don't know if there's a ton of opportunity out there for Ronnie Perkins at this point on the 53.
1: Well, it was a uh, you know plenty to talk about today with the new stadium or sorry the new practice facility yeah. and, and you know getting out there everybody everybody on the field finally getting a little bit of work in after the game but uh, tomorrow and, and and Wednesday those will be the big days of course we will be back with a podcast to wrap that up and you know all the writing that we do will be summing everything up so it should be a fun uh, few days out here in Las Vegas looking forward to seeing some old faces old familiar faces tomorrow Josh yeah. McDaniels Mick Lombardi among others but we will be back tomorrow after practice to uh, to wrap things up for you. Come a little bit in the later afternoon because of the time change, of course, but all building up to the final preseason game coming up Friday. Can
0: we mention one more thing? Yeah, please. We got to mention Lil' Jordan. All right, go for it. Because Lil' Jordan... I think we talk about these guys a lot, and I think people see these guys in preseason games, and you have to look a lot of the time about who's around the player. We all think that little Jordan's shown us something to make the 53-man roster, but when he's doing it in the fourth quarter uh, against the other team's third and four stringers and Bailey Zappi's in at quarterback, and we're watching him out at practice, and it's a lot with the twos and the threes and maybe leaning more towards the threes. Because of Tyquan Thornton's injury, partially, obviously, he, he moves up the depth chart a little bit today. And you saw him, I believe, I have to go back and really check this, but I think that that was the first target that I've seen Lil Jordan have from Mac Jones in a practice this summer. So that means that he's actually playing with the starting quarterback. And I remember people talking about this with Brady, with the Austin awesome cars of the world and Riley McCarrens. And yeah, they would look great in practice with Hoyer and you know, whoever the backup quarterbacks were at the time, but they never actually got any opportunities with Tom Brady. Little Jordan Humphrey Partially because of the injury, partially because he's played well, has at least earned that maybe. And I, I think over the next couple of days, it'll be interesting to see if he gets more looks with the ones or, and the maybe even the high twos, if you will, or the one Bs. If that's going to be the case, then maybe the coaching staff is starting to buy into little Jordan Humphrey a little bit more as well. And it's not just us saying, "Oh, this guy's going off against guys that aren't going to be on an NFL roster."
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to undercut your piece. I knew you were writing about him. So, sure. uh, but but a little teaser there. Evan will be writing up a little bit about. Lil Jordan, the wide receivers, uh, the injury to Thornton, how that affects everything. So uh, plenty of news coming out, and and it should obviously be a a fascinating next week or so as they saw the roster down, and and you really find out who the the team that they're going to carry into the 2022 season is. So for Evan Lazar, this is Mike Dussault. We will be back tomorrow with another Training Camp. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen.